Hey, you guys. <laughs> you already. It's your girl, Cocaine Kisses. I'm in the building. You already know. You in the building. We are here. It's nice to be here. And, um, yeah, let's just get right into it, shall we? Started six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have 
jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Whatever. Hi, you guys. I know. What's up, though? First and foremost. <laughs> It is February 9th, and we are still in Black History Month. And you guys, you know, first and foremost, let me let you guys know that um, I'm so sorry I was, like, MIA again. Like, you got to understand if you would, if you will, I should say. Um, what I do here is not scripted. Like, it's it's done passion-driven and filled. So if I'm not in the right energy you know not always saying all my shows gotta you know my segments gotta be like happy happy joy joy ren and stimpy flow but you know you guys have heard episodes where i'm crying i'm emotional but i was just going through some things that needed sorting out uh energy wise people wise you know mental wise and so i feel like the best way for me to address that is to kind of like you know limit all activity that i'm you know, doing at the moment, so, yeah, but you guys should know I missed you, I fucking love you, um, you know I love you, and, um, yeah, I felt like, let me, you know, talk to you guys and kind of give you an ex, not so much as a, as an explanation, but, you know, an understanding of why my segments kind of, like, go periods of a gap, so to say, you know what I mean? Like, if you guys have been with me from the beginning, you remember it was like every fucking day I was, uh, 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 right? And so I'm literally in like 140 some odd episodes, you guys, and I haven't even made my year mark yet. So, you know, so some days it's like, uh, and some days I need to back up a little bit or maybe a week or two. <laughs> you feel me? Yes, please do. So, um, yeah, so, whoa, kind of don't even know where to fucking start, because like I just said, and you already know, none of this shit is scripted, but I definitely want to check in with you guys and, you know, shoot the breeze with you a little sudden sign. There were some things that I did, um, notice in the news and the media, I guess, that kind of like caught my attention and I probably am going to discuss it. Also, if you are sensitive or have a certain sensitivity to differences of opinions that definitely might differ from your own, then, you know, this probably is not the place for you if you're not open-minded. And I'm quite certain I said that in like the bio, but just in case you overlooked that, I'm telling you, you may not always agree with what the fuck I say, but it's my truth, you dig? So, I always encourage you guys to call in feedback if you feel like what I said you don't resonate or you don't like what I said. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. But, um, yeah. So, oh, okay, you guys. So, let me first begin by, um, telling you guys that I'm actually going on a trip in about two months, two, three, give or take, whatever. 
But yeah, so it's like, all right, Cole, why are you even mentioning a trip? Like, what the fuck you going at? It needs to be mentioned. I'm not going anywhere special. You know what I'm saying? I'm staying in the United States. But the reason I'm mentioning this fucking trip is because I'm getting on a fucking plane. I think I, I said that. But that's that just shows the anxiety. If you guys been fucking with me from the beginning, you know Cole ain't been on no plane. It's reasons for that. <laughs> it really is... Uh, good reasons for why I haven't been on a plane but um yeah so there's no avoiding it now I have to go somewhere uh the universe is guiding me somewhere at a particular time I have to be there so yeah I have to get on this motherfucking plane and so you guys wish me luck keep me in prayers because yeah me and planes I don't know (laughs) I don't know but God is good I know he's gonna cover me in his grace I'm gonna have um, traveling mercy, so and grace, so you know it'll be alright. But I just want to let you guys know <laughs> I am going to actually be on the motherfucking plane. sound like right but you guys also know I'm not a drinker too so people are giving me advice you know I will have a drink or two depending on the reason for why I'm drinking but that's not my shit and I'm saying is some people they are social drinkers you know that's not me Uh, it doesn't matter wine champagne liquor Mm. it's got to be a good reason why you see me with a cup in my hand and that's a snapple fact other than that I could do without it but uh, I was told from frequent flyers that um, I should have some drinks on the plane to just kind of like, you know, relax and shit. I said, oh, word. <laughs> yeah. I... Truthfully, though, I am excited to be going somewhere because, you know, I don't go anywhere. So you guys, you know, if you're a traveler or a frequent traveler, like appreciate that you can do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I think sometimes people just overlook the things that God has blessed them to be able to do, whether it be related to the finances to do it or just the time availability to do it. You know what I'm saying? There's been moments in my life where both were absent. Like I ain't had the bread to be traveling nowhere because my bread was caught up in bills and you know, being a parent, of course. And then there was times where the same scenario for Tom, like I can't go nowhere. I got to go to work and you know, who's watching my kids? Like, you know, at that time it was really just heavenly. Uh, but still, you know, so I have an opportunity to just kind of lay on the beach. And I know you guys, it's COVID, you know, I'm going to be super safe, but you guys, I'm one hardworking bitch. I need, I need to relax. I need to, I need to get to nature, primarily spiritual wise. Like I need to ground and I'm in the city all day and yeah, it can take a toll. Like I, doing what I need to do to stay in high vibrations here at home in New York, but I'm being called to go somewhere. So yeah, it's time to go.
<laughs> yeah. But um I caught the news earlier before um, I got in the tub and shit. And I seen that um oh man. I don't even know how to feel about this. I'm truly hoping this is not real. And again, this may take some of y'all left, but this is just me, right? Before you start hating, do understand I'm not heterosexual, so you can't accuse me of discriminating on anybody that has a different preference in sexual, no, sexuality. Because I'm not straight, okay? Let's just be clear. But there are some things, regardless of who and what I like to do, that I just am not going to co-sign with because of the culture of where we're at currently. Um, yeah. So that's just me, right? So, Lil Nas, uh, was in an article based on the fact that he, uh, put some Racy pictures up. I want to say that, like, of him having breasts, you guys. Like, so, you guys should know who little Nas X is. He got, like, really popular, uh, really popular off the uh, song Old Town Road. I mean, this song got so fucking popular. My five-year-old class sings this fucking song, okay? They do some type of learning shit with it, and I see them doing dances too. I'm like, wow, they even sing this shit in school? Wow, so you know you made it when they singing your shit in school. <laughs> but um, he's known for uh, stepping very much outside the box. He's openly gay. Shout out to him for, you know, being true to himself. Uh, However, I have mixed emotions about what I'm getting ready to state next. So, apparently, on Saturday, so that was the 6th, he posted some photos of him being topless with some fucking big ass breasts that was his by the way so it's not you know what I mean like it's not like he has some breasts in front of him no it was his breasts you guys he was topless holding the right breast I don't even know what to make of this other than I am very, very, very confused um, on so many levels. And it takes a lot to confuse me. So, um, so where are we at with this? Because, uh, again, your sexual preference and your sexuality is your choice. But I'm concerned about the influence, you guys, this is going to have on the youth. You understand? So a lot of times, and when I say youth, I just told you, this motherfucking song is in my daughter's school. They sing this shit, five-year-olds, six-year-olds. You don't think at some point they're going to learn that 
little Nas, who last I checked, is he identifying himself as a he? He, him, they? Because you know you got to identify. Yo, this shit is so... Wow, it's just so mind-boggling where we're at these days. So, you know, I know corporate-wise, professional-wise, you know, you have to address people and find out what their pronoun is, what they prefer to be addressed as. So, you know, company emails and shit, people are right. You know, I prefer she, her, they type of shit. So I'm wondering, you guys, if he identifies with the feminine sexuality. But regardless of what, the nigga says he got boys, so he bought titties. His words, not mine. Like, then ask us what you guys think. What you guys think? Like, <laughs> or what's guys use in a, you know, generic sense? I, You know, at this point, I can't say because you got a whole dude gay dude who has breasts now and just like I didn't see this one coming and I'm just like really confused as to what is going on in the world um and it's not like he can't he's coming out as transgender or anything so I'm just like wait what um I mean I haven't really gotten over what the fuck happened with little Uzi Vert and you know him turning into a whole bootleg vision but yeah like someone else now I overheard Grimes I think wants to also do this they're trying to tap into their god powers or some shit like that (laughs) his times like this y'all niggas is crazy I'm so glad I'm 38 about to be 39 years old. I don't know. Y'all, wow, this shit different, different. <laughs> but again, I'm not judging him as a person. Let's be clear. I'm concerned about the trajectory of what he's doing and the audience, mind you, that will be, you know, largely you know, if not affected by this. So I don't know if sometimes people understand when they're in the spotlight, the things that they do and the um, attention they, they generate. And perhaps they do. And, and that's the whole point. What, but what I'm saying is this is, this is a little uncomfortable for me. I just got to say, you know, I'm not uncomfortable by the, who anybody wants to sleep with. That's your business. Get it on. I'm a little, I don't know where, yeah, because what am I supposed to say if a door, you understand, like, I I don't, again, is he transgender now? Are these real breast implants? Is this just, you know, a publicity stunt? Because, you know, what's the face? The weekend had niggas thinking that was his real face. At least I did. Yeah, I'm one of those who thought, like, what the fuck? I know you heard that segment. But apparently it wasn't. So I just don't know where this was going. But, um, yeah, that's what it is, though. Like, uh, and it's not just me, you guys. Like, there's many, many fans, p- 
people on Twitter who was just like really flabbergasted by this shit. Um, you know, it's even weird because a, a fan suggested that Little Nas was uh, taking directives from like, you know, the dark side and shit. And uh, Little Nas was, was quoted with saying, Satan will never have these titties. These titties belong to God, you loser. So I don't even want to step on that. Just that is what it was said. <laughs> well, you guys, well. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving forward, though. Um, and forward we shall move, hopefully. <laughs> so, also... Um, in the music industry condolences to the family fans and friends of Mary Wilson who was the founding member of the Supremes she passed away at the age of 76 on February the 8th uh, very sad she actually died in her home in Nevada you guys if you don't know who the supremes are it's like whoa really quickly since it is black history month the supremes was a motown girl group um with the infamous diana ross um and they were a trio of course uh what's the other one florence ballard and um mary wilson so condolences again goes out to her um, I'm not going to get all into the meat and potatoes of it, but it seems like Offset is being sued behind the Bentley that he failed to return. Yeah. Mm. But on uh, a more lighter note... <laughs> YFN Lucci was released from jail on bond. I think his bond was like about 500,000. Uh, I know he's very glad to be out and to be able with to be able to be with his family and children and you know loved ones and his girlfriend and things of that sort. So, you know, I hope all goes well with his situation. Cuz everybody got a situation, right guys? We all got situations. Situations, mm. but um, yeah. So, so something that also that is also getting a lot of attention, obviously for obvious reasons, is the COVID vaccine and the distribution of it, how it's available to whom it's available and um, whether or not people are, you know, receptive to taking this vaccine. And so from what I've seen read in, in the news and just, you know, having a regular conversation with motherfuckers like yourself, motherfuckers like me, right? It doesn't seem like everybody is collectively on board with taking the vaccine just so we're clear um it's not a universal uh, acceptance 
of the vaccine. It's like everybody is not on the same page um, with whether or not they will be taking this vaccine. And, and I can understand the reasons for that. Most of the reasons that I've heard, read, and even felt myself kind of leery about the vaccine, um, and this is just my opinion, you know, has to do with the manner and how fast it was uh, manufactured. Um, I'd like to believe that we live in a world of technology where things have become so advanced that we can do things like that, right? You know, we can mass produce vaccines and cures in a rapid, more rapid rate than we've ever done in history before. But if that's, you know, if I have to, if, I, if I'm gonna believe that, then I have to ask the question, well, where's the cure for other diseases? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? So for me, that has a lot of, I'm leery about a lot of things pertaining to this vaccine. I definitely do want us all to go back to whatever normal <laughs> is for us. I, I, I guess a life beyond having to wear masks every day and, you know, not knowing whether or not you've contracted some form of a virus that could potentially kill you. I'd really like to go back to those days. I mean, we was already dealing with that, right? Because not for nothing, we still had viruses um, of all kinds um, being contracted in various ways. But I don't think we've ever had something like this that just was almost unavoidable. You know, some people can say you can avoid getting the HIV virus, you can avoid getting the flu virus, but this, you know, and even others will say, well, you can avoid getting COVID, but can you? Because there were a lot of people I knew of that did just that and somehow still contracted it in some way, form of fashion. But the demographic of folks who are the most leery, but for obvious reasons, is black Americans. And when I say for obvious reasons, I mean specifically how black Americans have been uh, treated when it comes to um, experiments and things of that source, um, excuse me, things of that sort. Y'all know what happened if you don't, some people may not know, but you know, I, I do have um, other countries that listen in, but you know, in 1932, you know, African American black men were subjected to the Tuskegee uh, syphilis study in which they were basically uh, given the disease. Um, it was like a un, very unethical study that was done in terms of trying to obtain some form of a cure or rather really to study the effects of how syphilis uh, reacted in black men. And so um, basically in order to uh, kind of keep a study on how this was transpiring or how this was affecting these men, they um, 
wouldn't give them like, you know, any kind of like remedy. So like they would tell them, you know, if you come, they, this is basically how they recruited them. If you come, we're going to give you free medical care. And so they were like, all right, you know, they're going to give us the cure. So, you know, most of these participants, you guys, um, be mindful. This is the early 1930s. These, um, these black men were sharecroppers, some of which never had, um, ever been to a doctor before. But, um, you can understand black people's leeriness or their ability to side-eye anything that gives us a remnant, like a, a remnant of a past situation. It's like, no. But to each his own. I definitely, I don't know. I definitely don't feel comfortable. Uh, that's just me, though. Um, you know, I need more information. It's, I Just as much as you can read something that tells you it's fine, it's safe, I'm also reading things where there's, you know, adverse effects and not so positive uh, information about people who has taken it. So... It's really up in the air for me. I'm, I'm just also in awe that we were able to create this vaccine in like 10 months. And we still have no cure. No cure. Cure. <laughs> no cure, allegedly, for um, cancer, HIV, and things of this sort. And I'm not going to get into the whole Dr. Sebi right now. But you know where I'm going with this, you guys. You know where I'm going with this. So, yeah. Um kind of quick vaccine some people might say well isn't that what we want things to be done expeditiously Hmm. although there's mixed feelings about this vaccine that's what I'm saying but you know I encourage people to do what's best for them please understand what I'm saying Do what's best for you and your family according to how you feel and your beliefs and where you stand, you know, because it's your life, ultimately, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the New York Times put out an article headlined 60 black health experts urge black Americans to get vaccinated. So again, um, I encourage you, I'll actually have the link in the, uh, you know, the description box in the bio, if you care to read it. Um, but I'm not sure exactly how I feel about this only because, you know, so because these 60 black health experts say it, then, you know, I, I don't know. Like I want to say, well, yeah, that should give you some reasons to you know presume these people should know what the fuck they're talking about because they're experts in their field however mm, 
I don't know. That's just me. But they believe a lot of disinformation has um, caused people to be so resistant to the thought of taking this vaccine, mainly through acts of social media. The percentage they declare, based on a recent survey by the Kaiser Family Foundation, found that 43% of black Americans were taking a wait-and-see approach to getting a vaccine. 8% said they would get one only if required. 14% said they would definitely not get a vaccination, leaving only 35% saying they would get or already have been vaccinated. Not to mention, uh, according to this study, black Americans are still receiving COVID vaccinations at dramatically lower rates than white Americans. So I know that uh, vaccines are now available. I know where I live in New York and the Bronx, the vaccines are available in Yankee Stadium, but there are certain criteria that allow you, I guess, to be like a priority to get it. I know one of them is you have to be a Bronx resident. The second one is uh, I think they might take into consideration your age. Uh, any underlying health uh, concerns or issues and things of that sort. Um, so, just so you know, because it was information uh, new to me, um, the vaccines were tested by teams of phenomenal scientists throughout many different parts of the world in many countries. The way they're distributing the vaccine out, uh, according to the Food and Drug Administration and um, Black Public Health Administrators, they're trying to make sure that the vaccine is being distributed fairly. As far as the safety and efficacy, the vaccine is alleged to be very strong, uh, stating safety and effectiveness. So, according to the New York Times, they reviewed their research. Um, the research the Kaiser study conducted and they were confident that the study was done correctly and uh, it was conducted across a very diverse group of Americans obviously from all backgrounds black, Native American white, Asian Hispanic men and women so the way they want you to understand this is that they're saying they you know At this present moment, they cannot know everything about the long-term impact of the vaccine currently. But they are beginning to learn about the long-term impact of COVID-19. So while most survivors return to 
normal health, there are a percentage of people that continue to struggle. Um, And people who have lost family and friends, co-workers as well, to this uh, pandemic, this nasty disease, they are stressing that, you know, people need to understand this virus is not, you know, to be perceived as just the flu. And, you know, it's interesting that we make that statement, yet there's still so much partying and so much, and I'm not even against the partying, but so much partying and large amounts of people gathering, no masks, like, but yet we're indicating the seriousness of us taking the vaccine. Shouldn't we also be stressing the seriousness of avoiding even getting sick in the first place? But, okay. So these individuals that are health professionals, they are encouraging you guys to get vaccinated. They ask that you do it for yourself, do it for your community, and to trust what they tell you because they are a part of you. And, you know, together we can save lives. So again, I'll leave that link for you guys to read that at your leisure. And I actually just, you know, pray that whatever decision you make, you prayed on it and the God of your understanding gives you, you know, the answer that's, you know, well with you. You know what I mean? Like, cause everybody is different. We're all going to do different things. Sadly that it even has to come down to this. You know, I remember the days where we have to have masks on and shit sounds like a history book now. Remember the days when we have to have on a mask? Shit is crazy, man. Yeah. But, you know my slogan, I ain't gonna keep you too much longer. I ain't gonna keep you too long. I think I kept you long enough. Considering the fact that I had you waiting damn near a week just to hear from me. Sorry, you guys. I know you love me, though. You know I love you. Um, continue to enjoy this beautiful month of February. Uh, hopefully, I'll get back to you guys before or around, I want to say, Valentine's Day. Um, yeah. If you don't hear from me before, definitely around then. But um, continue to enjoy Black History Month. Spread love. Uh, don't be afraid to cut out people who's in your energy space that just does not belong there. (laughs) I give a fuck how you know them, how long you know them, where you know them from. Yeah. Your mental health is important. Your energy being cleared of toxicities and negativity is important. At least I would like to think it is. I know mine is. (laughs) So, yeah. With that being said, you guys, we will touch bases soon. Later, you guys. (laughs) Hello, no one is available.
available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. 